0: Welcome back to Fireside Jets. Your boys Alex and Ryan here today to discuss Week Seven film review against the Denver Broncos. Of course, Russell Wilson was not playing this game, but the Jets ran all over them. Of course, some big injuries to take away, which we've already discussed this week. We don't want to touch on that old news. We don't forget about it. We're looking ahead to James Robinson and uh, Herbig, and you know, looking at some guys that are going to supplement those losses. Uh, so, you know, at this point in time, Jets are on a four-game winning streak. You know, looking really, really strong. They're looking like they're making some. Pretty solid progress across the board, to be quite honest with you. Their defense is absolutely on fire right now. Run defense looks stout. Give up a little bit of 100 yards on the ground to Denver, but that was their only source of production, only source of actually moving the football. And they only let let up nine points. So, you know, this team is, is hot right now on the defensive side. The pass rush is absolutely excellent. Excellent. Those front four are excellent. And the coverage on the back end, can't get better than sauce and DJ Reed. So this is just a great situation, Ryan. I'm excited to take a look at the week seven film. Um, But you know, what is your impression right now of this team going into week eight? You know, you lose a couple of big names here. How are you feeling about this squad? And are you optimistic they can continue building on the success they've experienced over the last couple of weeks?
1: I think so. Alex finished going over the film last night and there were definitely some good takeaways. Like you said, the defense I think is the main catalyst to all this and why, the winning can continue. And I think it's the you know top reason why the jets have a chance to win this week at home. And from there, I just think the offensive line has, you know, especially in the running game, like we're going to see in some of these clips here today, you know, is doing some good things and the special teams as well. I think every week, every game jets have won, the special teams has delivered in some type of way and just found a way to win that battle in the third phase. And I think it's just opportunistic. Like we're going to see the defense, in this game, they, they they were on the field. I think seventy four plays. I want to say it was, which caused them to drop in the rankings, even though they had a ridiculous game. It was just they were on the field so much, and it was a bend but don't break type of game. Like they, they allowed the Broncos early to maybe convert a couple of third downs. They dared Ripon to beat him with his legs, which he finally did. And they they definitely you know the Broncos had answers for the Jets front, and then they tried to do what they can they could to limit the dominant defensive line the Jets have. And in turn, I mean, you just saw the pass coverage rise up. And there's so many prime players across the board. We're, we're really going to see, you know, uh, probably a dozen or so players making contributions in this film here defensively today. And i um, excited to really just go over some of these clips and, you know, paint, you know, the moral of the story from this game.
0: Yeah. So let's take a look at the clips here. Uh, definitely a lot to break down for sure. Let's see. Starts
1: here with Quentin Williams, who's going to be the, the
0: guy you hear a ton throughout this film review here
1: today. He's there again 73. Um, he said, like, it looks like the three tech four eye from the start, and he gets a little duel off the line, works through it, continues to push laterally, and
0: Damn. helps out that run. I mean, talk about closing a gap. You know, he knows this ball is going, this running back's going right up the middle, right? They have the duos. They're trying to seal off that A gap. And bam, you see Quinnen. He just powers through, man. Such a big, powerful guy with strong hands. (laughs) And he just pushes these guys right across the line of scrimmage, closes that gap, and the running back ultimately runs right into him. I mean, that's, that's good run defense, right? Like powering through double teams, that is exactly what you want to see from your star players, you know, Aaron Donald, even you look at the Giants, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, an old friend of the Jets. And now you got Quentin Williams in the conversations, a lot of other really good interior defensive linemen. But this is a, a trait that most of them have. They can power through double teams, they can close those gaps, and they can give their defense an opportunity to, to come out on top.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're gonna see Quentin again here on a screen. He reads it really well. Mm-hmm. You see the awareness, you see some of that ability to really change his direction. Um you know, as he really sees that it's a screen that's developing and, you know, helps cause an incompletion there. I mean, regardless, whether it's pass rush, run defense, playing with instincts like we see here, showing off some of his athleticism, you know, to quickly change direction and, you know, make this a bit of a tougher pass that, you know, sails a little bit high. There's so much Q is doing. And this game, it really didn't even show up on the statue, which is the crazy thing. You'd look at it and say, wherever the sacks and all, and, you know, the tackles for loss and all that. But you turn on the film, I mean, he probably had eight to 10 impact
0: type plays in this game. This is insane. Like the IQ that you have to have at this moment. This, you know, your quarterback's drop back in the pocket. Uh, he's got to literally read that running back, and he sees okay. He's kind of a de- he's using some sort of delayed. He's not blocking anybody. He's not running a route. It's obvious he stops right. There's no one there. He's not blocking anyone. He just stops. You know how fast you have to identify this to actually realize what this is going to be. This is just mental processing at its finest. And, and Quinton Williams puts this uh, on tape and he realizes what's happening. And he's the one that disrupts this play. I mean, this you got three blockers out there. you got two guys. You have a DB. And, and I think that might be CJ Mosley right there at the top. So, you know, you're looking at three blockers right there. This running back, if he gets free, you're looking at maybe 20, 20 yards, maybe more. Um, unless one of those guys can slip through the block. But. This is all Quinn and Williams. These are the plays that make a difference in games. That is just an absolute fantastic high IQ football play.
1: It absolutely is. And we're going to see here um, just for quickly rewind um, just the run blocking was, you know, really noticeable in this game and on this big Brees hall run the, on, from this view before we watch from the end zone view, you'll see Denzel Mims at the bottom. He's on the outside of the bunch there and he works up to the second level. I want to say it's cream Jackson. He's in, on about the 43 yard line and, Look at some of the knockback that he's able to create there. And, you know, at this point here, you look at ABT out in space there on the second level and just going through it a little bit more. He kind of forces Justin Simmons there to really keep pushing vertically instead of just being able to, you know, cut off Brees and work, you know, horizontally. With ABT's effort there, he kind of pushes Simmons up a little bit more to where, you know, it just gives Brees enough, you know, space with his, you know, long speed to really finish this run.
0: Yeah, you know what I really like from this angle, you can see. Watch how the diagonal shape of the offensive linemen when they're pulling out here to get to that second level. It's perfectly executed because if you see right here, watch the. You see how diagonal they are getting to that level. Like they're they're timed up perfectly. um, You know, just in terms of hitting their specific assignments. And that's just good execution. Just great execution. Brees, I mean, this could not be easy for Brees Hall. He's like, <laughs> you're not stopping me. You're not stopping me. You sure as hell are getting blown the hell by. Like, this is... I mean, I I already miss the guy. I love Brees Hall. Huge fan of his. Um, have been for a very long time. You know, Ryan as well. We've been huge advocates for him on this podcast for months now. And I'm really happy to see that everyone got to see the a, a, a spark he, he contains. The injury sucks. It sucks a lot, but I have no doubt in my mind he's gonna return and be just fine.
1: I'm with you. And obviously ABT right there with him as well. I mean, both yep. of those guys huge in this five and two start and bright, you know, futures ahead with the Jets. So here, you know, we'll see a little bit more of the run blocking. You start on the outside, court, it's a toss crack. Corey Davis does a good job at the point. Um, I want to say, let me just rewind yep. this quick that he's on 56. I want to say. Um you can see the vertical nature, chat. too. Yeah, he he gets 56. I want to say Ty Johnson ends up taking Sertain on the outside. You see Dwayne Brown out in space. He moves up to the second level. Lakin has a good block there on 96. McGovern starts on Mike Purcell, 98, before he works up to the second level and takes number 50 there. And um, Herbig coming from the backside as well with McGovern's you know initial block there on Purcell is able to kind of cut him off. And you just see it's perfectly blocked. Brees has that vision and just a quick cut One there. One cut, bam. And the speed, I mean, it, it's perfectly executed, you know, on all fronts.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. And I mean, ABT, look at AVT. AVT's ABT. catching up with that DB right there, man. Look how fast he's running. Just crazy. Clinton. Yep. Unbelievable. The athleticism that guy has.
1: Absolutely. This play here, I just wanted to highlight all three linebackers. Um, I want to say it's Quan, who's playing to the uh, right side of your screen. He will set the edge. CJ will pursue and he plugs the gap and then Quincy coming from the backside ends up chasing. You see his speed um, as he finishes this play. I mean, this linebacker trio is playing some really good football for the Jets right now and has really, you know, alleviated the concern that Jet fans had coming into the season all three. Of these guys, especially Quincy,'s taking his game to a different level. As you see here, just some of that speed, you know, in pursuit and takes a good angle. You see Quan initially there, sets that edge, keeps. I think that's Latavius Murray inside. See CJ, you know, he kind of fills the gap, uh, for Murray as he bounces that up, you know, vertically. And then here comes Quincy with that closing speed and physicality. It's just, you know, really good execution.
0: Yep. Yep. Run defense has gotten a lot better for the, for the jets recently, which is a, a huge part of their was, was a liability now strength, or at least heading in that direction. Good secondary, good pass rush, good run defense, if that Jets offense gets together, and you know it's unfortunate to see what, what just happened with the injuries. But if Zach Wilson, he's the one that needs to step up. If he hits his stride, this is going to be a tough team to beat.
1: And you said it with the run defense. Look at this play here. I mean, it is there. And look at Quentin Williams once again, just making a huge, huge stop in space. You know, where there's a potential big run to be had here. Um, I mean, he, he just does a great job again. Works through that duel off the, off the ball he's able to, you know, kind of use some power and you see his eyes again, his eyes are up. He's got that vision, you know, it feels where the run is going and is able to make a huge tackle in space there. Um, this play here, I want to say it's DJ Reed on the bottom. This was, I think a second or uh, third down actually in the third quarter. I want to say uh, Colton Sutton ends up running that like over, you know, uh, route across the space and the jets are in man coverage. It's cover one so it's it's, t- it's a tough ask and obviously with them the broncos having that w- that mesh concept there with the i think it's jerry judy running the other way you know it's a tough ask of reed to make this play but yet he does on a third down you see the angle he takes he stays over mm-hmm. the top gets a little aggressive there because it is so close to the first down and i mean this guy's tackling is on point always i mean he's so consistent in that regard and you see it again here
0: yeah that's a that's a saving play right there i mean that that Look, it's okay to give up a a reception in that that instance because he stops him before the first down marker. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in coverage and you're playing man, that's a good scenario. That's fine. If you let up a reception and stop tackling before that first down marker, they have to punt it. That's that's a totally fine play. You know, you can't cover him forever at the end of the day, and to be that close in coverage, and he's he's on a crosser too. Generally, man on man crossers are difficult to stop. You can usually get a lot of ra- yards after the catch on those, especially with a clearance on the opposite side of the field. Mm-hmm. And he's right on his hip, man. Like that's, a, that's just a good play. DJ Reed's a very good player,
1: and, and I think the main point, like he made so many plays on the ball and coverage this game that really took the shine. But yet yeah, that that type of a play is just so huge, you know. And this is another third down stop we're going to see here. Jordan Whitehead had yet another good game. As we'll see from the end zone view, he reads this uh, play action at the mesh point perfectly. Um, as you see here, you, you see Whitehead's eyes, and he quickly you know, flips his hips and is able to – You know, again, it's a third and short, so you want to take a pretty aggressive angle in pursuit, which he does. And there's no denying how fast and then physical this guy consistently is. The point. That was another big third down stop the Jets had when it was still a 10-9 ball game. On this particular play here, I think if there's one thing that Michael Ford can continue to do to help Zach Wilson get in rhythm and play with confidence, it's these simple just half-field reads, put a little you know, pre-snap motioning on. You see here the three-by-one to the top of the screen with the three-receiver trip set. Um, and the, the Broncos are clearly in zone coverage with the outside corner on the bottom being lined up over Uzama there. So you know it's zone coverage off the rip and with Michael Carter coming on this little motion here you know, it's really just a pretty simple read. It's 22 stay with Uzama on that quick little stop. If not, you see the, the anticipation, the accuracy that he's able to get that ball out on the edge to Michael Carter. I, I just think that's the type of stuff that LaFour can continue to really do to help Zach get in rhythm.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, these running backs are going to play a part and James Robinson, the addition of him is definitely going to be a big one too. Is this, this is just, yeah, this is just the angle. Yeah. I love the motion too. That motion is always a good thing to do, especially right before the snap. You can't, Defense can't adjust in time, so it's easy, easy yards right there at the end of the day.
1: 100%. And I just, Nate Herbig is the one guy here who's really got to execute, and he does a good job. You see, there, you know, some of the anchor to really give Zach the throwing lane he needs. Um, beautiful. This play here was the interception. I want to say, uh, the Jets, I want to say, were in a quarters coverage shell here on the back end, cover four. And the Broncos have a fairly good, you know, beater on for it with the post and then the crosser working the other way, as we see here from the top of the screen. I'm not sure which receiver that is working across the field. Might be but shooting. the reason, yeah. And, and oh. I think the, the reason why the Jets are able to play this as they do is because there's really no pressure going on the top of the screen. There's no vertical routes really hold Whitehead to make him respect anything. So Whitehead's really able, able to stay over the top of the post route with, and help Reed and Joiner, you know, who's the other, you know, middle safety there in the cover four, he's able to bite down on this. And we'll see from the end zone view, Quinton Williams had a huge pressure that, you know, ended up making this a bit of an errant throw.
0: Yeah. It might be KJ Hamler actually. Okay. Uh, and Judy on the streak. It's hard to tell. But-, but either way, like them not having the, you know, guy pressure
1: Whitehead on the top, you know, kind of alleviates, um, you know, the, the stress that's kind of created on the two safeties and joiners really able to bite down on this hard. And we see Quinn here with the pressure forces that throw joint joiner. I mean, he's been a part of five turnovers in this four game winning streak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, no. look, joiner has been great lately. We, we were definitely critical of him a couple of weeks ago, but he stepped it up big time. He is showing off that experience that he, that he contains and the Jets needed him to step up because that free safety spot was a little bit of a liability. Um, definitely a good sign to see him kind of rising to the occasion. Oh, 100%. On
1: this play here, the Jets run a little jet motion with Garrett Wilson. and just wanted to highlight the run blocking once again. You see McGovern and Herbig. It's similar to the play before where McGovern takes Purcell on the line before he works up to the second level, and he gets in position to where Herbig can really kind of cut him off. On the backside there, Cedric Obway, he is a guy I think Jeff Vance, you know, really want to see it from because of all the injuries at right tackle now with ABT. He does a good job here holding his own. And, you know, MC with the cut, you know, the vision there, there's some space and he's able to pick up a couple yards on a carry there. Um, this play here was another big third down stop in the second half. Quinn generates the late pressures. We'll see here. And Quan, once again, comes up the physical tackle. I want to say this made it like a fourth and one. Just the, the third down stops in the second half, you know, were pretty big in this game for the Jets. Um, This play here is just a a quick little screen to Garrett Wilson and just wanted to highlight what he does with the ball in his hands. So nice. Absolutely. Uzama with a good block there in space, and he ends up putting that move on Sartan.
0: That's a crazy play. I mean, there are two defenders right there, and he splits them and then takes us for a first down. Just give him the ball and let him work. He is Kadarius Tony, but healthy. (laughs) You said, yeah, get get Garrett the ball. It's pretty self-explanatory. We'll see it again here. Easy. You're playing off-ball coverage. Just give this end the ball a more. Exactly, yeah. and that's
1: what you want to see again from Zach. Is just when it's so far off like that, and you've got the leverage. Just really take these quick hitters to help him get in rhythm. Nice little crossover there. G- gives the Jets some breathing room in a game where field position was everything. um This play here, Michael Caro, the second. He's up top in the slot on Judy. He- he's really the unsung here. You know, Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed get all the attention at corner for the Jets, but. Don't sleep on MC2 in the slot, who's making plays like this every week, we'll see here. Again, they run a little bit of a mesh beater here against Jets Are in cover one man again. Um, he does a good job staying over the top of Judy, you know, in phase, trails him, makes a good tackle, which we'll see again from the end zone view here. The, the recovery speed, the quickness. Um, this guy is undoubtedly an unsung hero on this Jets defense. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, again, the Jets in an aggressive defense. This is the first of two fourth-down stops in the final couple minutes of the ballgame. Jets are in cover one, you know, tight press, especially with Sauce there at the bottom. Broncos end up taking a chance. They throw at him. I mean, he stays in phase well. You know, that length at the catch point to, you know, just get his hand in there mm-hmm. and, you know, break up this pass, you know, in a high-pressure situation. You know, it's pretty impressive stuff from Sauce. And Sauce, DJ, Psh, any direction you go, you're, and and you're seeing in trouble. Sala and Ulbrich lead these guys on an island. Just we're playing cover one. We're going to be aggressive. You play in press. Yep. We, we don't think teams can beat us, you know, in that sense.
0: I love that, by the way. I, I was saying to my friend the other day, I was like, you guys should blitz even a little bit more, come up with some more blitzing concepts and just let your guys survive on an island because they can. And you can overwhelm off. You can overwhelm quarterbacks and offensive linemen and force mistakes, which by the way is partially why I think LaMarcus Joyner is getting more interceptions because they're forcing mistakes pressure has been so good lately he's just able to run underneath and read the eyes of the quarterback and he has to make quick decisions which is playing right into a great system
1: 100 and what we'll see on this one this is uh i want to say the final drive the broncos had at the game um Quentin with another yet again lay pressure here in two minutes that's just the type of stuff you want to continue to see from him i mean it was such a dominant game and it didn't maybe show up on the statue for people but it consistently popped out on tape, and this was the final fourth down of the game. Here, the Jets are playing two deep safeties. Um, you know, CJ Mosley mm-hmm. drops pretty deep there. You know, to fill that weakness of the cover two, cover four zone, um, and Sauce again. Uh, they threw at him uh, time and time again, and he stayed in good position on Hamler there. Whitehead breaks from the you know middle, and ball game over at this point.
0: Yep, easy. Good try. Not yep. today not on saw saw had him locked the hell up yep it's it's impressive man the jets defense stands out i mean a lot of these plays were defensive plays and the coverage stands out the pressure stands out the run defense stands out again the broncos kind of suck so there is that (laughs) to consider they're two and five and they didn't even have rust last week but the patriots too are not very good right now i mean they're they're really struggling on offense um you know, Mac Jones. He, I mean, he was. He barely played last week. They lost to the Bears for goodness' sake. I mean, the Bears are bad. They got blown out by the Bears. So, this is absolutely a winnable game. I think this is a statement game for the Jets, saying that we are now very competitive in the AFC East. You know, the Bills are our main competition. The my, the Dolphins, you know, they're having their own issues themselves. But I think it's time that the Jets bury the Patriots in this division. They bury them like once and for all. They got two games against them in the next three games. Bury them. Make make Belichick feel the pain that Jets fans felt all of these years from the Pats. Just every year being on top, so this is their chance, man, to to turn the tables and flip the script a little bit. And I think you're seeing on film. I mean, they're beating bad teams, which is what good teams do. You know, they beat up on bad teams, and defensively they dominated, absolutely dominated. If that offense comes around, this is a, this is a team that has, in my opinion, as I've said a couple times over the past couple of weeks here. Uh, I thought this year was the year that they really took a big step forward, and next year was the year they really competed for a for a playoff like spot and could win playoff games. This year, I think they could make the playoffs, so they might get knocked out early. Next year, I think they could push. They could make a push. If, if but it all really comes down to Zach Wilson uh, stepping up to the table and stepping up to the plate and making an impact and really showing off his development and growth. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Like with the, with the way the Jets are playing right now, I think that you know sky's the limit. They just got the offense has really got to come together.
1: I'm with you. I think this defense alone, the, the we're seeing how complete of a unit they are. We're seeing it on all three levels in this film review. Guys are playing in sync at a high level against the run in the pass. You know, there's talent. There's depth across the board. They're a top 10 unit, and rightfully so. I, I think the defense is going to keep them in so many games. Like, it's going to be hard for teams to score points on them. And I think, you know, the blueprint is similar to this game in that special teams will be key, you know, field position, battle, um, I think for the Jets offense, it's coming down to staying, staying ahead of schedule from a down and distance standpoint, which was an issue time and time again throughout this game. I think we highlighted some of those key points on how to get Zach Wilson really comfortable in rhythm. You know, just a quick East and West game, you know, relying on Garrett Wilson, Braxton Barrios. We're going to have Elijah Moore back for this game. Trust these guys. I think it's pretty simple in that sense for Zach. And uh, the good thing is he's 2-0 and these last two weeks while not playing great but against the two top two pass defenses in the NFL at the moment. So there is stuff, stuff for him to really build on. And I think as the season goes and he gets more comfortable with Garrett and these guys, to me, you know, they should really just continue to ascend and accelerate this growth process as we've already seen here in just seven games.
0: Absolutely, my friends. I'd love to hear your perspective on this film review, taking a look at some really talented uh, individuals on this Jets team, but a lot of uh, offensive production left to be desired, my friends. Um, leave a comment below in the YouTube section. Make sure to enjoy the rest of your day. Like, subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode.